Welcome to the Fit Aviators Club podcast, where aviation, fitness, and mindset meet to improve the balance of your health and quality of life in aviation. This is your host, Fernando Contreras, and let's get to it. Welcome to the layover fit brief. These are basically debriefs after a trip that I do that I'll take you through how I plan for a trip, how I balance fitness and nutrition, how do I balance schedule changes, and how do I manage to do rest to get the most optimal out of all my energy on these layovers. I also show you what I take on terms of my nutrition on international and domestic layovers. So that's gonna help a lot of people. So stay tuned. I'd love for you to subscribe if you find this content really helpful and you enjoy it. Subscribe and like so you don't miss out on one of these episodes. So this trip is a four day sequence with layovers in JFK and Guyana. And it starts off with a lovely call from cruise scheduling at 5 a.m. because I am on reserve starting at 5 a.m. So let me backtrack a little bit before I get into the details of the trip. Whenever I'm on reserve, I plan according that if I were to get called for every single day that I'm good for. That means my nutrition, my meal preps, and then that also means my gym clothes. So I was good for about six days and two days before the first day that I was good for, uh, we had a barbecue with some friends. So I decided to throw in some extra food and kind of meal prep makes best use of my time there. And so I threw in some extra chicken, some extra steaks, some extra vegetables. I made some quinoa on the side. And then the next day I boiled some eggs. I got my almonds that, I'm, that, I, that, are, that come packaged in some protein bars. So that was kind of my plan to take food-wise to whatever trip I got called for. Now that plan may change sometimes because if you get called for an international turn or international layover, you're going to have to change the amount of food that you're going to take, especially if you're going to bring fresh fruits. So when I got called at five in the morning, I was not going to look up at what Guyana would allow into their country with, with food and what, uh, what state they had to be in, what condition. So I changed what I had already kind of planned and I was going to bring food just enough to finish my meal prep by the time I got to Guyana. And then from Guyana forward, which is the next two days, I would eat on the layover or however else I can make a healthy decision on getting food. However, my first day started off with a Cancun turn. And I know from experience that when you get back to the States, you can have your meal prep as long as it's cooked, nothing raw, nothing fresh um, in terms of fruit as well. So I took fruit just enough to get me on the layover, uh, sorry, on the turn, on the flight to Cancun. I already ate my, my avocado and I ate my banana on the way there, on the way and on the way back, I had my overnight oats, which usually on the overnight oats, I put fresh fruits in there. But now that I'm in, flying it more internationally, I kind of don't do that because I'd rather keep my overnight oats simple. That way I can bring them in and out. And by simple, I mean, it's just water, oats, and protein powder. That's kind of it. Uh, the, the extra stuff that you want to add, if you want to add some granola or whatever it is, and if it's packaged, you should be good to go. So 
with that Cancun turn, I was able to, to get some, some food in and kind of keep my own meal prep. So now let's get into the details of what I actually, you know, going through the whole day. So I get to Miami, get to the airport, and we're going to go on this uh, Cancun turn. On the way there, I have my avocado and my banana. Avocado is great healthy fat that keeps me very satiated. And it's actually the, the best thing to, to have while you're sitting and have low intensity or low energy, not low energy, but you're not consuming that much energy, is to have healthy fats because of the way that they metabolize. Healthy fats metabolize with oxygen requirement. So when you're at a state that you are kind of like at rest or you're at a, you're at a, uh, at a pace where your oxygen demand is meeting the, uh, the, the energy requirement, then you're burning fat for fuel, AKA sitting or steady state cardio, something like that. So I, if it keeps me very satiated, it keeps, gives me great situational awareness. I was craving a little bit of sweet. So I had my fruit. There it is. The banana on the way, on the way there, uh, we actually had breakfast for as a crew meal. So, you know, I had my food on the way there and then the, the flight attendants let us know, Hey, you actually, you guys actually had some breakfast for your crew meals. Would you guys like it when you get to the, to, to Cancun? I was like, sure. Yeah, I'll try it. I'm still kind of new. And I want to try out all these different crew meals to see what everybody t talks about. You know, some say it's bad. Some say it's good. I know they're not the healthiest, but I still want to try them. So captain sees me eat my food. Captain sees me eat the, uh, the crew meal. And he looks over to me and he goes, Hey man, did they not feed you at your previous job? And I just died laughing because it's true. I mean, I eat a lot, right? I gotta, I gotta eat enough of either of like 2,700 to three 3,200 calories per day, depending on my activity that day, but that's how much I burn. And so, yeah, I'm not going to miss out on like a food, especially if I want to try it. So I was like, you know, actually they didn't give me crew meals at my previous job. So it, it was just funny. I died laughing on that, but uh, on the way back, I had my overnight oats with some boiled eggs. So I already got a pretty good amount of calories. And this is, this is already like, I don't know, it's, you're almost at like noon now. Uh, and then we had a two hour sit, the two hour sit, those sits usually get you everybody that I talk to, it's always, it gets you more tired when you have those sits. And usually when I have those sits, I'll, I'll go for airport appreciation walks. So I'll just walk an hour, listen to a podcast, do something, do whatever I need to do, but I'm trying to keep my body moving. However, this time, you know, I woke up at five in the morning. Uh, there were some things that I had to deal with before the flight in Cancun. We had some certain things that I had to fix before the captain got there. So already it was a little bit, you know, I got all this stress going. And I said to myself, I'm not going to go for this airport appreciation walk. I'd rather rest. And so I went to the crew lounge and I took a 25 minute nap and woke up feeling great rested i was good to go and uh was, i felt great for the for the flight over to jfk got to the plane and then went over to jfk had my meal prep of the actual dinner slash lunch or late lunch slash dinner uh, of steak quinoa and vegetables now let me backtrack a little bit when i got into the united states from cancun you know it's always good to declare if you have food like that you meal prep, declare it. Uh, 
they're always going to ask you, you know, is there anything fresh? Is there anything, what, or what do you have? And I always tell them, Hey, everything that I have is cooked and everything that I have is also individually packaged. Um, in terms of like, if it's like nuts or if it's like, uh, you know, a protein bar or something like that, it's, it's packaged. If, if it concerns you to bring food in and out when you have international, uh, then don't take it at all. But I'm want to let you know this based on my experience that this is what I, this is what I was able to figure out because I get this kind of messages all the time. What do you do for food when you're international? Like you could also leave your meal prep in the crew room and then you do your international turn and then pick up your, your meal prep when you get back. Not a bad idea. That's what I used to do when I was at the regionals. Um, so it just, it really all depends on your schedule and the, it's going to be a little tough in the beginning, trying to figure out these plans and what to do. But once you get the great rhythm going, it's going to be like second nature. It's going to be, it's going to be easy. So let's go back to the JFK flight. We get there. I have my food. Uh, I'm pretty tired now by the time I get to the hotel. The plan was that I had a 3 p.m. van the next day or 2 p.m. van the next day. The plan was to wake up at a decent time, get some good rest, and then go exercise. And that's exactly what I did. I started off my morning with a great exercise routine. Uh, the gym at this at this hotel was incredible. I loved it. It was, uh, it was in downtown in Manhattan. Uh, so it was really, really nice. And the gym had all sorts of equipment. I was pretty satisfied with w what it had. You could carry on a full workout routine there. So I'm going to read off my notes and tell you what, what I did. I took a couple of videos on some of these exercises that I did. So not all of them, because sometimes when I try to take the videos and do my, my workout, I kind of start losing like the pace that I'm in, you know, when you get that rhythm going in your workout and you're just, you know, crushing it. I don't want to interrupt that by having to film. So, but I, I, I like to be able to show some things that I do so you guys can see. Uh, so here's what I did. I started off my workout with a warm up. Uh, usually I'll do like three minutes on like an elliptical or a three minute walk. And then I'll go into some active stretching. Specifically, I did active lat stretching on this layover because when you sit a lot, you know, you have your glutes that are become dormant and you have your hip flexors that become overactive. Your glutes are connected to your lats. So all that in behind you kind of connects. And if I can stretch and strengthen both the lats and the glutes, I will have a better, a better positioning of my hips. So with that being said, I did some stretching of the lats and then I started to do some balance exercises with hip rotation. Now this hip rotation not only is great for opening up your hip, but as I bring my knee over as an, in, into an opening position, I'm actually kind of activating my glute medius and a little bit more of my glute max. And that's how I was kind of able to activate these muscles before I actually started my workout, which consisted of back and triceps this day. So the first superset that I did, I, I work out mostly in supersets, depending on the phase of training that I'm in. I like to do supersets mostly, but sometimes I'll do single sets and increase my rest. Other times I'll do supersets with the same amount of rest, or sometimes I'll do supersets with lower amounts of rest. It all depends on what body adaptation I'm going for based on what goals I'm having for that certain amount of time. So here we go. The TRX rows, I superseted that with tricep rope pushdown. Then I did farmer's carry, superset that with overhead tricep uh, extensions. 
Then for the third superset, lap pushdowns with dumbbell tricep kickbacks. And then I finished with the row machine of two sets of two minutes. All that while I was watching the World Cup games, which I've barely missed the games. I try to watch every single one, whether I'm walking through the terminal or I'm working out or I'm at home. Obviously, I can't see them while I'm flying, but I'll watch the highlights. I am that passionate about soccer in the World Cup. So I did all that. And then when I got back, I did, sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. I did three sets of 10 repetitions of each of those workouts, except for the farmer's carry. The farmer's carry, I just kind of did a lap around the gym holding this weight. Um, and it, it, you know, I like the farmer's carry as an overall body stabilizing workout. You're engaging so many muscles during this movement that it kind of just kicks your body into gear. Uh, you kind of, you can kind of place these farmer carries wherever you want in these, uh, in your workout routine. I liked to place it in the middle because I didn't want to start off with such a heavy, uh, or an overall workout or overall body targeting exercise. Uh, I, I like to leave it in the middle, spe specifically for that day. But I think it's a fantastic exercise. So the, when I got back to the uh, hotel room, I had some of my boiled eggs and then overnight oats with my protein powder in there. So that that workout was pretty good for balancing my energy levels of getting good rest from the night before and also about to go fly for five hours. So that was pretty, it was pretty smooth. The, the, the way the energy management was from the time that I woke up until I landed in Guyana and woke up at 10 a.m., landed in Guyana, uh, 11, 11 p.m. Guyana time. So it was, I think it's one hour more than Eastern. So yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it went pretty, pretty well. I was able to balance and manage my energy. Sometimes that energy management is not as smooth because sometimes you might overtrain or sometimes you may not get enough rest or sometimes you may not eat the right amount, right amount of food. This day, it turned out to be great. Uh, you know, on the way to Guyana, I had the, the, the rest of my meal prep with, with chicken, quinoa and vegetables. I finished all my protein bars and that was it. I didn't have anything to declare when I got to Guyana. We just got on the, uh, to the layover and we had the flight attendants actually had planned the next day to do this whole little touring of the city because they're actually from there. So they kind of already knew what spots to check out and what to do. And they had a private driver that takes them wherever, wherever we would, would want to go. So, you know, they asked me if I wanted to join. Absolutely. The captain too. We had a great time the next day, but before we get into that, uh, you know, we got to the hotel, got, I went to sleep right away. I was, I was getting kind of tired. That van ride was about an hour to get from the airport to the hotel. You check in next thing you know, you're going to sleep like around 1am. So not too bad. The next day I wake up and before I go hang out with the rest of the crew, I start off my morning with a five mile run and I was, uh, I was fasted. So I didn't uh, have anything to eat from the last meal that I had on the way to Guyana until after I finished my run. Five mile run was great. Now we mentioned something about the steady state cardio and the oxygen with metabolizing and burning fat. 
So that's why I chose to do a five mile run. Well, I actually chose it for two reasons. One, because I had a personal preference of doing a five mile run. I'm trying to get a certain amount of cardiovascular endurance exercises throughout in, 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 so many times per week. That helps me a lot when I go play soccer. And then the second reason was because energy management. I didn't want to do resistance training. I've already done resistance training four times earlier this week. So I was pretty good on that. Uh, but it, the way when you, res, when you do resistance training, when you're lifting weights, uh, your body metabolizes, uses energy in, from different substrates. So it's a little bit of metabolic differences between doing a steady state cardio and doing some resistance training. What I wanted to do based on that it's, I've had long days, I've already trained resistance, let me get some cardiovascular endurance, and then also I want my body to metabolize this way. Now I know that sounds very, uh, too much into detail, but that's just the way I know my body. That's just the way that I know that what I'm gonna get in terms of energy management and making the most out of my day while still doing something, I know that that's going to be the best for me. And that's all been through trial and error and also knowledge of, you know, I'm a, I've been a personal trainer. So knowledge from that, from experience, allows me to make these decisions that I know that will make me feel at optimal performance. Does it always work out that way? No. There are times where you're going to, there's so many variables. And in these variables, they may not always be the exact way that you plan out to be uh, in terms of mainly nutrition, fitness, and rest. You know, one of those three are off. It's going to affect you in an, in, a, in, an, in another part of your, your day. So, you know, I, I did that and then met with the crew. We went out and we did some really fun stuff. I was actually surprised that, not surprised, but I was actually very happy to be so close to my home country. Uh, I was actually born in Venezuela, but I left Venezuela when I was very little. And, you know, even though I didn't meet any people from Venezuela in Guyana, I just felt like I was kind of close to home and it was just a really nice feeling. But uh, I did get to see some pretty cool things. We The first thing we did was go to the market that's close to the hotel. We did that through the car. They were setting up for all this Christmas stuff. So it was really nice to see all these decorations. I don't really go into a country expecting something. I always want to go there and learn and see for myself. And it was a, it was a pretty good experience. I really liked it. The second thing that we did was check out the Demerara Bridge, which is the longest floating bridge in the world. I was like, how, how does this even work? And they kind of showed me as we went through the bridge. There were on these floats that kind of kept, you know, th crossing this river and just kept this bridge stable. It was really cool. Um, then we went to Vreden Hoop, which is another city where you can take a boat from Georgetown to Vreden Hoop and then back. So we saw a lot of people commuting back and forth uh, with that. So that was pretty cool. Then we are uh, on our way to uh, just see different parts of Guyana, different little things. The, the, the surroundings change so much between the different cities. Obviously, that happens anywhere in the world. But you could just see, the, you know, the flight attendants were from there. And so they could just, they were just mentioning to me the whole time, hey, do you, did you see the difference between this and that? And like when they were growing up that this was here and they, we passed by the house where they grew up in. And it was really cool, really cool to see that. But in this other little city called La Jealousy, and I don't know if I'm saying that right, we uh, <laughs> we were going to go get lunch, but we were so thirsty that we were just like, let's go get coconut water. And as soon as one of the one of the flight attendants said that, 
there was literally a lady with a car with coconuts right there selling coconut water. And, you know, we chopped it up, got to drink some coconut water. It was fantastic. I loved it. Quenched the thirst really well. And then we went to lunch and we actually had uh, Chinese food. I didn't know that Chinese food was so popular in, in Guyana. I mean, it's popular in a lot of places, but that's I kind of asked, what's the main dish that you guys, you know, go for or make? And, you know, for the time that we were there, they just said, hey, Chinese food is, is very good here. Let's 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 have some of that. So I was like, all right, let's go. I had a huge plate of rice, chicken with chicken, pork, eggs, vegetables, all that stuff. We had some wontons. We had some egg rolls. I enjoy eating and getting to know different cuisines at different countries. Is it always going to be the healthiest? No. Can you make an effort to, for it to be healthy? Yes. But it all kind of depends on what decisions you have made throughout like the, t the before that what kind of decisions you're going to make after that you know if you've been eating poorly and then you go to a layover and you eat poorly then you probably should try to make a healthier decision if you've been eating great and exercising and everything and now you're gonna eat a giant plate of rice with chicken and a whole bunch of stuff it's okay it's not that bad at the end of the day i'm not saying that because you worked out and you ate right before that you were now justified to have a big plate of nut healthy food. I'm not saying that, but for the results that you want in terms of health and fitness, then yes, I am saying it for that. The, the choice is always yours. The way you eat, the way you exercise, the way you include fitness in your lifestyle is always up to you. The, I'm just sharing my personal experience based on this is how I ate the days leading to this, I worked out. I wouldn't mind having a giant plate of rice and chicken. So it, it just it just kind of all really depends. Now, if I if my nutrition wasn't that well the days before, and if I hadn't exercised at all in like three or four days, then I would reconsider of like, hey, maybe I'm not going to have this giant plate of rice with chicken and other stuff on it with fried food and stuff like that. I'm just, that's just my decision based on my conscious ingestion of food, what it's going to do to me internally. And if I hadn't done things to be able to keep my body active and moving and metabolically, you know, more optimal, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that kind of food. That's just my opinion though. Um, so after we finished lunch, we did, we checked out a couple more things on the way back to the hotel. And then when I got to the hotel, I just worked on some stuff and then I ordered a salad from the hotel uh, restaurant. Now this salad was like 17 bucks, but it uh, had chicken, it was healthy, it was good. And that's how I finished my day that day. The next day, uh, went over to, uh, woke up pretty early, went, got the van ride back 45 minutes to an hour to the, to the airport and flew back to Miami. We had, I, I don't remember what I had in the morning. I definitely had some coffee and I think I just bought something, uh, from the, from the airport that I had real quick. I can't remember what it was, but then we flew back to Miami and we got here. When I got here, then I cooked some fresh, good food 
And that's what I had. And then I worked out later in the day and enjoyed some more of those World Cup games. So that kind of wraps it up for this layover fit brief. If you liked the content, if you enjoyed this and you learned something, hit that subscribe button. Give me a like. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Fit Aviators Club, where I post a whole ton of other great content explaining what I do, explaining how other crew members do it, and more educational things on how you can make great choices while you're in this aviation industry and trying to stay fit or also making a healthy choice to become more balanced with this health and fitness in this industry. So thank you so much for watching, and we'll catch you on the next one. Switch.